Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything rabbit hole. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how you doing today? I'm actually doing pretty good. Uh, you know, Getting our whiskeys poured up here for us. Yeah, you know, and doing that, enjoying the uh, weather we're kind of having here in Cincinnati for Labor Day weekend, uh, getting final... Fantasy football drafts, you know, completed and everything for us, but getting wrapped up. Yeah, you know, other than that, other than that, not too bad. I know we had ours on Thursday, so yeah, it went, it went swimmingly. Uh, I can't wait to uh, dominate the league as as usual. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, but man, uh, Thursday is the first game of NFL season, and it cannot get here fast oh, enough. Yeah. I think we're both like dying for it. We're ready. To go, yeah. <laughs> we're we're tired of watching the Reds trying to figure out if they're gonna make the playoffs or not. I know we're 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 ready for it, and uh, we're also ready for this episode. Uh, so why don't we dive right on in, Andy? Tell the folks out there everything they need to know about Rabbit Hole. Of course. So this is one um, we've actually you know done Rabbit Hole before, uh, back on episode sixty of the brand or of the podcast, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Um, I forget which bottles we tried at that time um, from them. I know we had at least a cu- one or two at the time that we tried from them. Um, but, you know, today we're back with a uh, single barrel uh, special episode from them just because we had a chance to get, you know, kind of an expensive single barrel from them. But, you know, a single barrel nonetheless. Sure. Um, but just as a reminder, you know, obviously listen to the episode for the full breakdown. But um, just for a, kind of a brief recap of it, uh, they were founded back in uh, 2012 in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, actually, we went there on our bachelor party, mm-hmm. or on, well, I shouldn't say our, <laughs> your bachelor party, right. John. Yeah, you were, um, you were there, though. <laughs> I, was, I was there. Right. Um, and, you know, their big kind of selling point for everything is they've always strived to be kind of, at least in their perception, the strive, the cutting edge of what bourbon can and should be, sure. or uh, you know American whiskey at large can and should be, uh, you know trying to pioneer you know new ways that bourbon can taste, um, the ways it can be made, everything else like that, um, and what it should be and look like in the market, uh, and you know some of these ways are like you know being like testing things in the lab to maybe make it look or taste a little bit different from the rest of the market, anything else like that. Yeah. Um, Definitely, if you ever have a chance, go do a tour if you're in Louisville. It's really cool to see their operation. Oh, yeah. How they do things. It was definitely an amazing tour to go on because, I mean, obviously, they're just slightly off Whiskey Row. Sure. uh, A little bit. Um, And, it's you know, even though they're considered maybe on the larger side of craft, you know, still kind of in that craft space compared to some of those other Whiskey Row brands like Evan Williams or Old Forester. That's It was definitely nice to see, like, hey, this is what Rabbit Hole is doing versus, you know, what the established, you know, 100, 150 plus old brands are doing. Absolutely. In the market. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, And... You know, the inspiration came for the brand um, from their founder who, I forget what it was in, but he had his doctorate in, and I think it was like chemistry or another science like that, mm. um, wanting to, well, being a Scotch lover, like wanting to kind of apply that in his science background to the brand, basically. Um, and 
I think they originally, maybe for the first few years, like a lot of brands do, you know, source from MGP and other big, you know, sourcing giants like that. Right. Um, but then now all of their distillate is, or all of their bottles, at least as far as I can find here in the Cincinnati area, are their own distillate. Um, Mashbills, Mashbill kind of varies on which product you're trying. Mm. Um and it's a few different ones that they have. So they have their Founders Collection, which really is just like doing a few different things like with wood finishing, things like that, like some brands do. Um, but they also have their Boxer Grail, which is their rye. Mm. Uh, the Derringer, which is their sherry cask finish, finished bourbon. Um, they also have a gin and a vodka. Uh, the gin's actually finished, I think, in their used oak barrels. But then they also have their High Gold, which we are trying a single barrel of that today. Right. Um, which is our high rye bourbon. And then the Cave Hill, which is our four grain whiskey. Or four grain, I think technically a four grain bourbon. Mm-hmm. But their website, I think, lists it as a four grain whiskey. Um, and then, of course, they're single barrels. Uh, like I said, they have the high gold, and then they also have their Cave Hill. Those are, at least in the Cincinnati area, as far as I can find it, those are the only two single barrels that you're going to be able to try mm. from rabbit hole. Gotcha. They might have more, but as far as I can find here in like in Northern Kentucky, those are the only two offerings in their lineup that have the single barrel option. Cool. Um, and they're not the cheapest thing. I mean, what did it run you? Uh, even, even in Northern Kentucky, um, you know, 150 bucks. Oh, so definitely not the cheapest thing yeah. uh, to get, but I mean, it definitely has, um, if, you know, the party source, which is where this um, high gold single barrel is uh, picked by or mm. selected for. Um, and then the Cave Hills, which I know Ohio as a state has done, I think actually both of them, high gold and Cave Hill. Oh, gotcha. Single barrels of both, as well as party source. Um, you know, you're going to get a single barrel cask strength and really great artwork on the label that I just have not seen in a lot of other brands. Yeah. Um, I think they did artwork specifically for the single barrels, right? I believe it was just exclusively for the single barrels. Barrels, yeah. Yeah, um, that's really cool. It like it might be inspired by things in Louisville, well, yeah. but the only like all the artwork, all the rest of theirs is just like a ribbon, like showing hey, like a green ribbon for the rye or right. black for. But the artwork labels are specifically for the single barrels, as far as I've seen. Yeah. Um. And so, like this one. This, like I said, this is their uh, high gold. It's a single barrel selected by Party Source, uh, actually bottled at cask strength. So it was um, actually released this year in 2023 um, for the Party Source, bottle number 14 out of 210. Um, I can't read the artist's. Well, before I even get to that, um, it bottled at 107.7 proof, cask strength. So. Um, 53.8 proof or 53.8 alcohol by volume. Um, I can't read the the artist's signature there. Quinoy or Quinoy or something. Can't read it. But um, the illustration is uh, like kind of two robbers or thieves, if you will, looking like they're in that kind of like a jail makeup. Mm. Um, Tweedledum and Tweedledee <laughs> is our uh, artwork there. Nice. And then it's a. Um, the only other thing I'd sit here and say is, with it being a single barrel, uh, it's a four-year and five-month um, 
barrel that was selected for the party source here gotcha. in northern Kentucky. So that's um, pretty much all about Rabbit Hole and then this bottle specifically. Um, nice. I mean, like I said, you could probably find more, but at least that in Cave Hill. I was not about to spend 300 bucks on two bottles of bourbon. <laughs> and those were far more um, selective like a pappy, something like that. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. All right, so are we ready to uh, do the tasting? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. As always, we're going to start with the nose. Pretty good. I'm not, yeah. I'm not picking up. I'm getting some of that ethanol, some of that heat. I'm not picking up anything specific. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the heat off of it. Um, anything? Any I'm specific notes? I'm getting like a citrus note off of it. Okay. I'm getting a... Um, Definitely some of like the oak notes off of it, but a lot more of like a like citrus note or like a bubblegum note, like sweet notes off of it. Okay. Like orange and like bubblegum or other sweet notes off, like sweet candy notes off of it for me. Yeah, I get the citrus for sure. All right, let's give it a taste. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. Pretty good. I mean, you definitely get the alcohol straight up front on it. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that, that's definitely not hiding on it at all. Um, what did we say the proofage was on this one? It's 107.7. Okay. So 53.8% right. ABV. Um, you know, for that, it definitely drinks a lot hotter than that. Yeah. I, I will say. I do agree. I think it drinks hot. Um, again, I'm not picking up a ton of different notes. I think it's kind of similar to the to the nose. What are you picking up here? Yeah. So I would say it's definitely a lot like the nose. Um, I mean, for me, I de- like I said, I definitely get, first things first, it's just going to be the alcohol up front. Right. There for you. But I'm definitely getting some of the, um, like some of the citrus notes there, per, like just keeping throughout the palate. Right. Um, definitely a lot of like that bready, oaky note throughout it that I typically get off a of bourbon too. Uh, some of the spices, the sweetness that I got on the nose definitely is not there on the palate. That was when it was there with right. the citrus, it kind of fades from like sweet citrus to bready citrus. No, on I the get palate that. No, I get that for sure. Me. Yeah, we get that for sure. Um, I mean, for me, I think it's a good like. It's probably a good one to try at a bar first before you decide, especially at that price point, to <laughs> right. you know, try before you just sit there and go all in on a $150 bottle. Yeah. But, I mean, at least with this one, knowing how much I typically like Rabbit Hole, I will definitely say it is good. Yeah. I don't know 150 bucks like, consistently having it on your shelf, good, but right. good. But you have to think, too, a part of the price is also the artwork. It's on the bottle. Uh, the bottle itself is basically a piece of art, and you get to drink it, too. That, too, so, yeah. So, I mean, again, I, I do get it's pricey, and maybe you try to taste it first. But, yeah, I think it's you're paying for more than just the whiskey when it, when you go with oh, one of these. Oh, for sure, yeah. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe, leave a review, and listen and share every episode of Distilled Discussions. We really do appreciate your guys' support. Have a great week. Pour yourself another whiskey. And don't worry, America, we'll be here to drink with you next week.